Welcome to the podcast where beast mode meets manifesting goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, and together we are going to slay and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Slay and Thrive podcast. I am really looking forward to bringing this episode to all of you listeners because I know that this is such a valuable conversation and such an important perspective shift that we can make so that we not only feel better about ourselves, but are able to move out of that yucky place of problem solving and worrying about what's wrong with us to a place of being powerful creators and building our dream lives without that residual resistance around trying to quote unquote fix ourselves. This episode was actually not planned and not one that I had on my ever-growing list of episode ideas. It was actually inspired by a dear, sweet loved one. And I also know it's something that multiple people are going to really benefit from hearing. I'm just getting that sense that this is something that more than one of my listeners might need to hear at some point in their journey. However, the next episode coming out next Wednesday is very much planned. Because next week is the birthday week of the Slay and Thrive podcast. I released my first episodes on June 10th. So next week, June 8th, I'm doing a very special episode. And I haven't recorded it yet or picked out the books. But I'm going to be doing an episode on the top 10 most life-changing books I have ever read. That is a tall order because I am such a bookworm. I have read so many books and I'm already like wondering if I'll have to do like an honorable mentions list as well. And from there, after I share the 10 books, I'm actually doing a little giveaway. So stay tuned for next week's episode because it is going to give you epic resources to turn to to make progress in your own life and you can win a prize. So that's next week. But let's talk about this week's episode. I have a friend that recently mentioned some struggles that she's having. And something that kept coming up in the conversation was this idea that there was something wrong with her. She kept saying, what's wrong with me? I don't know what's wrong with me. Today, I wanted to talk about the danger in asking this question. One of the most powerful tools we have at our disposal disposal is the questions we ask. And I think it was either Tony Robbins or Tim Ferriss, maybe both, that talk about how the quality of our life is dependent on the quality of the questions we ask. The reason for this is that the minute we ask a question, our brain is going to try and find the answers. 
or it's going to make up the answers. It'll literally just make stuff up if we give it a question to answer. I really believe that our reality is invented by the questions we ask and the lens we have for the world. So an example of this in my own life is I still sometimes struggle with having an abundance mindset and trusting that there's always enough money. And I've made a lot of improvements because I used to walk around like always stressed about money and talking about how broke I was. So now I've made it a practice to start operating from a mindset of abundance. So I make it a practice to look for the evidence that money is supporting me and flowing to me with ease. So when I got a raise back in February, very unexpectedly, I was delighted. I celebrated. I saw it as evidence that money is everywhere and that I am just super blessed. And I choose this perspective around money because it releases a lot of stress and puts me in that state where I am thriving with my finances. And then I recently had someone in my life complaining a bit about not making enough money and they were thinking about getting a different job. My boyfriend suggested to them that maybe they try asking their boss for a raise before looking for a new job altogether. A few weeks later, they sent me a message saying their boss had given them the raise they had asked for. And I was pumped for them. I was excited. And they just kind of wrote it off like, yeah, but I'm still making X amount of dollars. Which honestly, to me, they told me how much it was and it sounded like a great wage. And I'm not judging this person or making them wrong because I used to have very similar perspectives around money. However, I also know that when we operate from this lens of scarcity and and a bit of ungratefulness, that's going to color our experience with the different areas of our life. So back to this question, what's wrong with me? When we have this lens of wrongness and self-judgment and we walk around asking ourselves what's wrong with us, it's going to manifest in our outward reality. We're going to find what we're looking for. So if you ask this question on a regular basis, what's going to happen is you're going to find all the evidence for what's wrong with you. You're going to notice every misstep, every time you didn't show up as your best selves, while possibly ignoring all of the other many times you did show up in a way that was amazing and fantastic. We'll also often end up getting stuck in the situation that we so badly want to move away from. And what I believe about every single person in my life and every single listener is that there is nothing wrong with you. And if there was one thing that would change your life that I would love for you to take away from this podcast, it would be the decision to never ask this question again. You would draw your line in the cement. If that question started to creep up, you would shut it down in an instant and remind yourself, I don't ask this question anymore. And I'm not going to just suggest that you never ask this question again, because when we try not to do something, uh, it's almost like we 
do it even more so. And there's a phenomenon for this. It's called the polar bear effect, where someone won't think about polar bears for months on end. But when you tell them not to think about a polar bear, suddenly they're going to be thinking about a polar bear. I personally, when I share this with people, I call it the Will Ferrell effect because I love Will Ferrell so much. And I tell them, don't think about Will Ferrell. Whatever you do, don't think about his funny charm and his (laughs) curly hair and his just overall all around awesomeness. So now, even though you probably haven't thought about Will Ferrell in forever, you're suddenly now thinking about him. You're welcome. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, instead of just telling you not to think about that question or not to ask it, is I'm going to give you my personal strategies for what to ask instead. I'm going to give you three questions and how to view these challenges that come up instead. And I can create this podcast because I am speaking from so much personal experience. I lived most of my life feeling like I was wrong, I was broken, I was a hot mess in every single arena of my life. My health was awful, my eating habits were atrocious, my money stuff was all over the place, I didn't like my job, I kept chasing the wrong romantic partners, there was drama everywhere, and I would ask myself this all the time, what's wrong with me? And now I've come to see it differently, and I've made the decision in my own life to just not ask that question anymore. Instead, I've started to look at these challenges or struggles or limitations as initiations into another level, into a place where we can grow. Because if we choose it, we are going to get our greatest growth and transformation from our biggest pain points. Because they're creating enough discomfort that we finally move into action. We can, from here, get clear on what we can improve or learn to do so that this challenge becomes a non-issue. We've created something else altogether. We've set it up so it's how we do want it to be versus the current reality where it's how we don't want it to be. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm remembering how hard it was to build doors at my current job at the beginning. It was awkward and I struggled with putting all the different pieces in. And I was working with a more senior person and they're just over there on their half of the door making it look effortless. I didn't ask myself, what's wrong with me during these times? Instead, I used it as a chance to know, like, this is learnable. This is practicable. And eventually, like, I don't think I'm tooting my own horn. I'm pretty good at building doors over there now. (laughs) Um, And again, that wasn't like I'm special or anything. That was just building literally tens of thousands of doors every week. And it's the same with any other skills we're trying to build or new patterns we're trying to practice. One of my favorite quotes from Hemingway is that the world breaks everyone And afterward, many are strong at the broken places. But those that will not break, it kills. 
So if we choose to honor this thing and almost let it break us down temporarily so that we can transform, we actually become strong in those broken places. But if we choose not to do the transformative work in this area, that's what kills us and leaves us with these numb, misaligned lives that are so much less than we know they could be. So everyone has their thing or their things, the places where that might feel wrong on the surface or before they have this paradigm shift. So it could be relationships, career issues, money, health, self-worth limitations, addictions. Instead of being wrong, these things can actually be our greatest teachers and our vehicles for transformation if we choose that perspective. And honestly, who wouldn't want this? If something has caused us a ton of pain and suffering and anguish, would we ever want that thing to be in vain? Would we just want to go through that thing, feel the pain, suffer, eventually have it not pain us anymore, and that would be the end? Or would we want this thing that caused us so much pain to actually have happened for us because we chose for it to be an awakening and we became fiercely determined to create something good from this challenging part of our lives. So we can ask different questions instead of what's wrong with me. What if we asked instead, where am I being called to grow? Whatever the limitations or obstacles that are coming up, what are the skills that we need to build so that we're no longer limited or stuck by this obstacle? Are there new ways of thinking we need to start to practice? Are there new patterns we want to create? Another question to ask is, how is this happening for me? What is this waking me up to? I know I've experienced this in my own life with my food and eating challenges. I found that the more and more I do this work on myself and try to improve and grow, the less and less regular my binge eating comes up. But when it does, instead of asking what's wrong with me, I've started to ask, how is this happening for me? What is this waking me up to? And each and every time that I've asked that question, I can see the ways that this eating habit that's suddenly occurring again is pointing me to something that's off in my life that I can transform and work on. The final question you can ask instead is, what's right about me? And I want you to just ask yourself this actually in your head right now. What's right about me? And even just the asking of that question is going to cause your brain to operate differently. And maybe now you're starting to think about all the things that are right about you. The resources you have, the ways you show up when you're your best self, the things that your loved ones would say about you that are so good if you were to ask them, the victories you've had, the challenges you've overcome. What's right about you? 
and imagine you replaced every single what's wrong with me with this question. If you instead always asked, what's right about me? You would find all the ways you're amazing and capable and strong. You'd think of, again, all those challenges you've already overcome and the resources you have and just all the things that are amazing about you. Because I guarantee you there are so many things. We're often humble to a fault, I think. And sometimes we just need to admit the places that we are like amazing and have come so far. And that doesn't make us arrogant. That just makes us able to see things through a lens of our own power and goodness. The energy of this question, what's right about me, is so wildly different than what's wrong with me. So this was a shorter episode, but I really wanted to just dive into this topic, this concept. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you take away one of these questions or all of them and start to implement them on a regular basis. And I hope you'll join me next week for the birthday celebration of this podcast. I am so honored that each and every one of you tunes in to listen. And I love just getting the messages from you where you're just sharing, hey, I just love that episode you posted. Really makes my day when that happens. So never hesitate to do that. And have an incredible rest of your week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.